I yeah. I am a trend setter. <laughs> I like look, I'm telling you, if you got if you want to know a little bit about me, I'm gonna open up. I like to be the first of a kind. All right. Who doesn't? Who doesn't like to be like, wow, that's never happened before. And this guy did it. Now, if someone else does it, it's just, you know, that guy did it first. So <laughs> I promise you what I'm about to show you and unveil. Oh, on your I know. Podcast I know episode. what it is. I know. Yeah. What it see, is. Zach follows me I a little closer. Is. I promise I you it's it going to be the first of its kind that you've ever seen. It's a. Welcome to Flavor Balance Heat, the podcast for hot sauce lovers and makers. I'm Spike. I'm Zach. And I'm Claire. And today we're talking to Zach Goot from the Texas Hotspot and one of the stars of the Hulu docuseries, Super Hots. Hey, Zach. Thanks, guys. Thank you for Welcome having me on the show. show. Yeah. So tell us, tell us your spicy food history. What got you in eating hot sauce and hot peppers and doing these crazy challenges that you do? Absolutely, and and that's a great question, man. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people would ask a chili head, you know, why do you do what you do? And, and uh, if you watch the series Super Hot, I actually have a quick monologue in there where uh, the the great director Brian Scope he he scripted out an entire paragraph for me to. We sat down together with me, him, and Johnny Scoville, and we sat down together and we came up with our own take at the time of what makes a chili head tick and why we do what we do. And it just really, really simply boils down to the fact because we can, and it just makes <laughs> us feel alive when we do it. You know, the people that climb Mount Everest or the people that go bungee jumping or the people that go skydiving, they do it for that adrenaline rush and it makes them feel alive. And it's, and it's there to do, you know, it's something that, uh, us as human beings, we're always constantly wanting to be challenged in some form or another. So that's what happened with me, man, you know, being, being laid off in COVID, uh, around 2020, everybody got laid off. A lot of chili heads actually who got laid off came onto the scene because of it. Uh, so yeah, same thing, man. I got real bored sitting at home all the time. And as a, as a human with human nature, I wanted to challenge myself. So I started off by watching some YouTube videos of like different things you could do around the house to just have fun. And I started getting caught on some spicy content uh, with big names like Roger Tier from the Hot Dang Show, uh, Johnny Scoville from Chase the Heat, uh, Brian Ames, uh, Heat 101, all these really high people I just started divulging into. Uh, and then I decided to... Give it a go myself. Now, you have to understand, as a amateur chili head from 2019, thinking a habanero was going to kill me, uh, jumping right in, man. Uh, head first, ordered a tube of terror from Johnny Scoville, was my first ever challenge. Not knowing what to expect, never had anything quite on that level of hot in my life. So I pushed <laughs> through that challenge, and if, if you watch the video, it's one of the first on my YouTubes. You'll see the moment when I'm in my afterburn after I've eaten all those nuts where I described the wah, 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 and the endorphin dump. And I didn't, I, I, no one's ever described that to me or that I was going to expect that. So that feeling alone, I, I'm still chasing to this day, to be honest. It's almost like when you chase that heroin dragon, chase the dragon. Yep. Uh, and that's exactly why Johnny Scoville has chased the heat because, you know, 
we chase the heat as chili adds it. It's it's not just the endorphin dump, but it's also just the challenge itself. Zach, um, you know, obviously you're into the heat and the the intensity of it. Are you ever you know, do you ever do you ever go after hot sauces that aren't as hot or do you ever go after them for flavor? What do you look for in a hot sauce or in a chili pepper besides just the pure heat? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a very big fan of flavor before heat, believe it or not. My palate is um, pretty educated, actually. A lot of people don't know this about me, but I have a degree in culinary art. Yeah, I saw that. Nice. Uh, nice. Uh, yeah, so, when I was doing my research, I saw that you've, you've been to culinary school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I went to culinary school when I got out of the army, kind of where my drug addiction started, to be honest with you, yeah. was going through culinary school and working all those late nights at some of Dallas's top restaurants until like two or three in the morning. And you got those people that are like, hey, man, you're struggling to stay awake. Let me help you out with that. <laughs> uh, so yeah. kind of where my drug addiction has started. But yeah, so my palate is pretty refined. I don't want to like brag or boast, but my palate is pretty refined. And I know what to look for in a good tasting sauce, you know. Uh, so I do love flavor before fire. I will say that. I've always said that. But uh, I also like a good pepper forward hot sauce. You know, that, that'll that just throw you off your feet. So uh, what I look for in a sauce, because that was your original question, what I look for is a nice balance of flavor and heat. If you can get it nice and hot, but also balance it with a flavor of, I'm more of a savory kind of, I don't really like hot sauces with fruit or blackberry or raspberry. So if you can give me a really hot sauce with savory, uh, then then you're banging on all cylinders for me. Well, bro, you had me send you. You asked my personal favorites, and then you bought sweet hot sauces. Why the fuck yeah, did you so, do that? So, no, I did. I did. I did. Because I, I trust your palate. Uh, so I do have a lot. I, like I said, I do have. And one of the ones I'm going to try tonight when we get into it, because I was told to bring a bottle of hot sauce. Uh, <laughs> I cannot wait to try the Not Mama's Chimoy. I mean, it's I sweet, wait. dude. It's raspberries and honey. So I know. I can't wait to try it. It's like I said, you could change my mind, man. I've never really had one that I've been like, holy shit, this is absolutely delicious. Usually it's too fruity or it's too peppery and they just can't balance it. But I'm really looking forward to try it, man. I really am. I'm not going to toot my own horn. I don't like doing it. <laughs> I got a lot of sauces from High Desert Sauce Company. I'm excited about it uh, to finally get those in. I'm going to start doing a lot more hot sauce reviews on the Texas Hotspot, so Shameless plug right there if you guys are interested in hot sauce reviews. Absolutely. Uh, cool. Yeah. 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 I got over 150 unopened bottles of hot sauce. I got a lot, a lot of content here on my shelf. <laughs> awesome. And nice. we, yeah. I, I'd be happy to add to that if you'd like. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, me too. Man. Absolutely. Flavor Balance Heat is brought to you by High Desert Sauce Co. out of Tucson, Arizona. Zach is the owner and creative mind behind High Desert Sauce Co.'s hot sauces. He says, at High Desert Sauce Co., we make sauces that we love. The balance of bold heat and fresh flavor is the heart of our philosophy. We keep it simple by using the best ingredients we can get our hands on and letting the natural flavors run the show. High Desert Sauce Co., just the good stuff. Visit High Desert at hdsauceco.com. Where are we at on questions? Uh, you're you're up with the with your favorite question. No, I, no, you're up. You're up, Zach. We've what? got a, a special Zach Goot one because he's not a maker, man. 
I do make a lot of sauce. Oh, do you? Do you? Oh, hey. Oh, I make a I make a lot of sauce. I have I have a couple famous bottles of hot sauce out there. They're, now I'm not. Hold on, I don't have an LLC. Uh, I'm definitely not able to sell it over the counter to anybody. Uh, but I make small batches. Uh, I make a lot of products, man. Like right now, I'm working on my Stinger Tink that has a she. You guys don't know. No, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I am a trend center. <laughs> I like look, I'm telling you, if you got if you want to know a little bit about me, I'm gonna open up. I like to be the first of a kind. All right. Who doesn't? Who doesn't like to be like, wow, that's never happened before. And this guy did it. Now, if someone else does it, that's just, you know, that guy did it first. So I promise you what I'm about to show you and unveil. Oh, on your I know. Podcast. I know what it is. I know. Yeah. What it see, is. Zach follows me I a little closer. I promise I you it's it going to be the first of its kind that you've ever seen. It's a six month soak of nothing but scorpion pepper tincture. Here that is. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> so there's the six month soak of scorpion pepper tincture. That's still soaking. I'm actually about to start evaporating that for about two weeks here coming up. It's called stinger. And inside each tincture bottle is a full scorpion. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Nice. And the scorpion will be perfectly preserved in the high content alcohol. That's yep. crazy. All right. I love it. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, I call it stinger. That's perfect. And I've also made a bunch of hot sauces in the past, man. One of my most notorious. Uh, Notoriable is that is that a word? Notoriable. <laughs> notoriable. Notable. Notoriable. No, yeah, notoriable. One of my most notable and talked about sauces has its own challenge table on the Nukes Chilihead website over there in the UK. Uh, is my ice cream hot sauce? I made a magic shell. You know, magic shell. You pour on ice cream and hardens. Yep. So I made a I made a chocolate or birthday cake tasting spicy magic shelled ice cream challenge. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, he sounds good. All he made from scratch. He, he makes a lot of stuff, actually. That's cool. I, I put out it, quite a bit of good stuff. It, I put out a Gooters wing sauce, which is a hit on Hooters. <laughs> I've put out I've put out Bubba Goot's cocktail sauce with a full entire bottle of nasal napalm added oh, to it. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, so I put I put out a couple good sauces, man. Uh, just like yeah. I said, I haven't gone commercial yet. I wish I could. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, Texas. Oh, go ahead. Texas does have Texas does have cottage law. Why don't you look at yeah, that? Yeah, you could do damn yeah, near anything I, I know, in Texas. Texas <laughs> yeah, no, I, I could. Uh, I definitely could go to like a farmer's market and sling some of my sauce off. Yeah, for sure. I just, uh, man, I haven't found the motivation. You know what? I got over 100 plants growing. I'm going to be making a lot of sauce coming up. So maybe this is the year of uh, going legit. We'll see. When you get to the point where you need to go through, if you want to go through all the FDA stuff and all that, uh, any one of us here would be happy to help you along. Absolutely. I, mean, I charge I charge $500 an hour. <laughs> I don't know about these. <laughs> Call me. I'll I'm just... the one who knows the CFR, though. Yeah. Claire is the, <laughs> the expert on that. Yeah. 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 No, it's a good, it's a good uh, community of people to be around when you want to start a business. Although yeah. Claire, I got to tell you that uh, since we've been doing this podcast, I, I stick my head into the CFRs a lot more than I ever did. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I, I, you know, I knew what I needed to know to get by. And now like, you know, Zach goes saying things that I, Zach goes saying things that were on his process or his girls uh, <laughs> class. I mean, what, what do you want me to do? Like, so Zach, um, 
Zach and Zach Perkins and I are both sober. Um, I found, I, I think I identified with your story in uh, Super Hots more than any other. Uh, it was, you know, it, yeah. it was a lot. Uh, it, it, it made me feel that, you know, that feeling like, it, oh, that's my thinking there. Yeah. So how does it, first of all, how was it doing that? And how has it been since then? Like now that the show's out, where are you at with yeah, all Yeah, that's a good question too, man. I appreciate you asking that. Because a lot of people have been commenting on my YouTube videos of like, they're confused. Yeah. Because like I, in the, in the show, I was retiring basically, but they kind of never really clarified at the end. They're like, you know, you, he's still burning here and there is what they, what they said at the end of the show. You could find him on a Monday. It just depends or if it's Monday or Saturday. He's burning still. Here, here you go. Uh, but man, the show really hit on uh, balance and balance is one of the most important things that you can find in your life. And I wish I could sit here and tell you that I've found my perfect balance and everything is uh, easy peasy kosher, but it's a, it's a working progress for everybody uh, to find their perfect balance. But since the wrapping of the show, which a lot of people need to remember was a, over a year ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's been, it's been a while since the wrapping of the show it took them uh, about 15 months to edit that down. I've found balance to where it's uh, to where, I'm okay with it. And I'm, and my wife's okay with it. We're, you know, we're, I'm, I'm still doing the spicy stuff because it just brings me joy and it brings me happiness to do spicy stuff and create content and do stuff like this and join my friends and be able to have a great time. Uh, but you got to have balance. I still make time for my wife. I'll bring my wife along when I'm doing a review of something. Uh, I'll make sure that we always have our time together on the days that uh, I have off of work. Um, and yeah, man, it, it's just like an addiction. Like you said in the beginning, well, we all have that uh, hole. We just fill it with different things. And sometimes we trade things yeah. out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's trading one addiction for another. It's what addicts and, do. Yeah. We're, we're addictive people. Like if you don't fill that void with something, you're probably just going to end up going back Using out. Drugs. So yeah, that's yeah. It. How- it's just, the, it's the sad truth. How has it been um, since being on the show, having such a personal story out there? And um, how has the feedback been kind of from the general population? Well, well <laughs> I, can answer that. I can answer that with kind of a funny answer. And uh, the biggest feedback I get is a lot of people think my wife is cheating on me with Brandon. And we have, we have the same reaction you guys have. <laughs> we, we laugh every time. There was this one guy I kept deleting his comments just because they were just, you know, whatever. I, I, I don't deal with drama or haters. I just delete them. Yeah. I don't reply. I just like, hey, man, there's an option to delete it for a reason. Yeah. Uh, so I just delete it. But most of this guy, he went on almost every one of my videos just for just to keep saying, your wife's definitely cheating on you with Brandy. <laughs> just to make sure I would read it at least once. But like if they if people actually knew the uh, the dynamics of. All, me, Brandon Collins, and my wife's relationship. It's just funny. It's funny to laugh at. You know, we're really good friends, man. And it, that's what I saw when I watched the show. But that's I guess what I saw, too. Think, it didn't see. I yeah. Didn't. Yeah. But, a lot, but no, uh, so I want to answer her question so she, her and the viewers can get a better understanding. So I remember when the director and the producers hit me up originally for the show. And like I said, I always give thanks to UK Chili Queen, uh, Shahina Wasim, for recommending me to the producers oh, and director. That's... I wasn't a part of the show until she said, hey, 
you guys got to check out Zach Goot from the Texas Hotspot. He has great camera charisma. He's really good personality. He can burn. He enters competition. So they called me up and they wanted, they, they said right away, we want to put you in the documentary and we are going to come to Dallas and film you. So I thought it was a college kid with like a little camera and like, a, <laughs> like I really did. And like his friend behind him with a boom mic, maybe, but that's all I thought. And then when, when I do, when they showed up with a complete trailer full of multi-million dollar worth of film equipment, I said, you know, this isn't uh, this. Yeah, this is real. This is like a multi-million dollar deal. So uh, throughout the throughout the next days, and I'm getting into answering your question. Throughout the next couple days of hanging out with the director and the producers, and just getting to talk to them and getting to know them, and actually becoming friends and befriending all of them. They're all great people. Brian, the director, pulled me aside one day. Uh, I think it was like the day before they were getting ready to head out, and they were done filming in Dallas. And he pulled me aside, and he said, "You know." getting to know you and you telling us about your backstory. He said, I want to sit you down and I want to do an interview with you with, with just you. Uh, and so that's what happened. And I, he, he told me, he said, I want you to open up about who you are, why you do what you do. Uh, you can talk about anything with us. Just feel comfortable about opening up. And he told me he wants to really hit. I think he saw something in the story like we all did. As addicts, he saw something in that addiction story. And he really wanted to get that out there for the addicts out there that struggle with addiction. There is hope and other ways to deal with that urge to do something, just yeah. to take a step out of the norm. And if spicy stuff is the is your next fix, then so be it. At least I come on over. Let us save your life because those drugs are killing you. So that's why you yeah, yeah. You, you saw me. Go ahead. Oh, I, I, so I was I, yeah, relieved so, when I saw you go into the ramen shop. Oh yeah, so the yeah, like, so he the needs, Reaper, he's gonna he's gonna need that. He's this guy needs that. Yeah. So that was funny too. The Reaper ramen actually was it, okay. So it makes it seem like it's been a few months, but it wasn't. It was I don't know, man. They I had no control oh, over really? the editing. God damn it. So uh, they made yeah, it seem like I it mean, was a couple months, and it wasn't it a is. couple months. So I think well, we got you a need bit to create a narrative arc. It's it's normal that you know that makes sense. Have you been recognized in public yet? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've been was recognized. It weird? Was it yeah, weird been, when someone I've been like, hey, recognized in public the other day when I was at work. Actually, someone came into us at work and they were like, "Holy shit! I saw you on a documentary I watched the other day," and I was like, "Yeah, man." That was me. Red hair, man. Dead giveaway. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I think your hair changed colors a couple times during the, the shooting. Yeah, because there was a few months break in between the shooting. They, they actually flew me out to L.A. about three months after they were in Dallas. They called me up and they were like, hey, man, you know, is it they actually asked me to come out of retirement for them. But I told them I couldn't do the come out. They're like, we want you to come out of retirement. We want to film you coming out of retirement. And I was like, well, I'm not going to do that because I'm still <laughs> officially. I did take a retirement break, just so everybody knows. A lot of people wondering why I'm still active and doing yeah. what I'm doing. But I actually did take a good three months off. And I left all of the spicy groups. I muted all of the chats. I left a lot of back chats. I didn't create any content. I focused on my family and my marriage for about a good three months. And once I thought that I had found that balance 
uh, where it was okay and my wife was happy. That's when I started getting back into it, but I did it a little differently. I was I was a little crazy at first, guys, you know, uh, creating spicy content. In the beginning, I was going at it every day. And, you know, my wife would be in front of me, but I would be over here taking pictures of spicy stuff. And you can't be doing that. That, that really, looking at it from her side of the view, I had to take a step back and put myself in her shoes. Well, and aside from being an addict, just the pandemic in general, I think, fucked us all up. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So we all needed oh, yeah. something to focus on. So, you know, it, that's just uh, aside from what we already are. Oh, man. I feel like Claire's pretty quiet today. You all right over there, Claire? <laughs> Claire Bear? No, I mean, I I don't know. I, have, I haven't had any questions to ask. But, I mean, Spike, you haven't asked your uh, your desert island. So uh, I wasn't sure if I should ask that, but I think I will. Um, so you're on a desert island, all right? You you had been on a cruise nice. ship. It went down. You're the sole survivor. You're on a desert island. When the ship went down, there was all kinds of great food on the ship, and it floats ashore. So you've got plenty of things what? you can Fuck, plenty of things you can eat. But there's only one pallet of hot sauce on that ship. What hot sauce would you hope it would be? And it could be a couple that you wish it was, you know, but you only get one. That's a really hard question, man. That's I mean, that's a good question. That's a really hard question. I mean, I've always had one sauce that was just a little and it's not even see, this goes along with, you know, it's not even a super hot sauce. It's just so good. And let me let me see if I can find the bottle real quick. I'm looking at it. Hold on. If not, I know what it's called. It's Kajans. It's from Kajans. You guys know Kajans. And it's it their mushroom sauce. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's delicious, man. Well, and I ask that. You'll understand this having been to culinary school. Uh, I, I'm always interested in the breadth of a sauce. Uh, you know, there's some sauces that are great for one thing, but those sauces that can go on anything, they intrigue me because sometimes they're vastly different, but they can still go on everything. And I really like that. Yeah, no, it's a, it's an absolute amazing sauce. Kajans knows how to do their sauces uh, for sure, man. I'd love to, I'd love to partner up with Kajans and get a goot sauce out. He's a good dude too. No. Well, you know, Kajan doesn't. Do Kajans. It's Kajans, not Kajans. Oh, yeah. What, what, uh, however you want to say it is fine, man. <laughs> well, I'm really impressed that you gave us an answer to that. A lot of times people can't answer it at all. Um, yeah. I, I refuse. Zach thinks it's a stupid fucking question. <laughs> it is a stupid fucking question. I don't know. I appreciate question. it, man. And I'll tell you, I just, uh, I had to look back through the years of years and years of eating all the sauce that I've eaten. And I'm telling you, there's not one bottle of sauce that I haven't reordered and reordered and reordered more than that one. That's awesome. Nice. 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 It is a good sauce. Yeah. Zach, what, uh, what or who inspires you to keep doing what you're doing and, and in the spicy world or without or outside of it? This, this is getting it's a great question, man. So what inspires me? Uh, and that's an easy answer would be uh, you guys, uh, people like you, people who in the community who are friends of mine, who, you know, support me with my mission all of my subscribers and yet yeah, dare I say fans uh, that that's, that's who really truly inspires me. But also I have to include my wife in that. Uh, my wife inspires me every day to do stuff. 
And I have to remember how important that my family is, as well as my Chile family. My, my immediate family always comes first, but my Chile family is a close second for sure. You know, I really liked the dynamic between the two of you during the show. I, um, they, she was prominent in the show, it, um, and it was great. It, it was really nice to see. She, yeah, she hated it. Don't talk to her about it. <laughs> well, definitely tell like, her hello hates- from all of us. Yeah, I will. Yeah. She, uh, her, her comments were they made me look like a bitch. Oh, I did oh. not think so. <laughs> no, I didn't get yeah. that feeling at all. <laughs> no, I said no. Well, you look like you want more love, and it, and it, yeah. it's going to relate to a lot of women out there. Yeah, and men who you know, because look, there's a lot of chili head people out there that are doing too much, and their families are suffering from. Yeah, it. absolutely. And uh, you know, that's the stuff that we don't talk about in the chili community. And that's what I told Brian. I said, some of the stuff we don't talk about publicly in the chili community about how our, our chili have, you know, you see chili posts all over all these groups about, hey, look at my beautiful peppers. Hey, look at this sauce and look at me. And everybody's happy. But there, there are, there's a lot of background drama and sadness with, uh, you know, spouses, families, sons, daughters, brothers, sisters who are being oh, yeah. left to the wayside because of the chili addiction in all of us. Well, so you have that, to balance I mean, it. Especially if you're growing peppers, man. Like, people don't realize the attention that that takes to, like, make years. sure they grow properly. Yeah. And, and yeah. you gotta fucking pick them. And, yeah, it's like a whole thing. I'm Claire George. I own Butterfly Bakery of Vermont. We make hot sauce, mustard, cookies, and granola. And 100% of our products are made with Vermont ingredients. The thing that I hear most often from people is that my hot sauce tastes like the peppers that are in it. We do really simple recipes that don't get too crazy and nitpicky just to really accentuate the the flavor of the peppers that are in there. The unique thing about our hot sauces is how much we feature the farm and the relationship with the farm and really um, bring the terroir of Vermont to our hot sauces. I am pretty sure I am the number one purchaser of Vermont-grown chili peppers. I would love it if there would be a legitimate pepper market in Vermont where people would know Vermont for its peppers. We're all better for supporting each other. You know, and I think that part really shows itself with the collaborations that I do with the other businesses and the other farms that that I love working together and coming up with new ideas and presenting each other with new challenges. And I think overall that's the attitude here. And I absolutely love it because that's my attitude. I try to live by life with love. The ingredients that I use, I would say that my values are reflected in that, um, that I use ingredients that, again, feel good, feel loving, feel supportive. The relationship with the farmer was how it all began. If I changed the reason for it being, if I went out and bought some commodity peppers, you know, it might not be as good. You can find Butterfly Bakery of Vermont hot sauce, mustard, granola, and cookies at ButterflyBakeryVT.com. So Spike, Spike has a new idea every day, okay? <laughs> like this podcast. Uh, he talked to the, me about this podcast for like three months before I finally came the fuck in and agreed to do it. I've quit like four times. Once this week. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Twice this week. So he has this idea. He wants to put out a $100 hot sauce. And he has roped myself and Claire into his crazy brain of chaos. (laughs) And uh, we are asking our viewers what 
ingredient or what process would warrant a hundred dollar hot sauce for you oh yeah man spike uh yeah for sure spike would have to come over hand deliver it and suck dollars <laughs> and, and that's not coming out because you're not the first person yeah you're, you're not right, the fat so one. realistically realistically uh yeah since i know ingredients i you'd have to put the expensive ingredients in it man I would put uh, black truffles, you know, fresh black truffles. Make sure you get some of that in there. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, if you don't like, okay, if you don't like truffles, do like a semi. I have thought of here's an idea I thought of that I just can't seem to figure out how to put in a sauce unless the sauce is clear and see through, but gold, straight up gold in a hot sauce. Yeah. Oh, like kind of like Goldschlager, like, but in a hot sauce. Like Goldschlager. But like a maybe like vinegar infused see-through hot sauce like frostbite, but have yeah. but have gold nuggets or flakes floating around in there. Yeah. I'm not sure. Like it's just an idea I had. But yeah, you'd obviously have to have something bougie in it for it to require a hundred dollar price. Somebody tag. did there was was it it was one of those big time YouTubers a few years ago did wings made with a gold sauce. Yeah, I, I remember, yeah. Some, I remember watching yeah, that. Yeah. They, and it looked gross. It they like the gold gross. flakes all came yeah. off on his on his on his lips and stuff. It didn't look good. Yeah. Oh man. I would yeah. I'm thinking exactly what you said, man. Like a gold schlager hot sauce looking bottle would, would warrant a hundred dollars if it had enough gold in it. Yeah. <laughs> like a hundred dollars worth of gold. <laughs> yeah, I guess no, no yeah. about ninety-two dollars. Oh man. Yeah, I don't know. What do you guys, I'm interested to hear your take on that. What do you think should go in a hundred dollar bottle of hot sauce? I don't know. That's why we're asking you guys. Well, yeah. Claire, what were you talking about this week? You sent me a text on the, um, uh, the Koji fermentation. That was a, um, who, I don't remember who it was who said that, um, Gosh, who was it? I, I don't think it was. We've been doing this for yeah, six months now. It's like, oh my god, I, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it was the person who talked about green onion brats um, in the Midwest. Oh man, who was that? I don't think it's aired yet. You might be right. Was it uh, Nick? Yes, yes, Hologi. Hologi. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, uh, but of course, it's aired by now. By the time this airs, um, and he was talking about koji fermentation, and I. I love doing fermentation, but I always do wild fermentation. I've never done inoculated fermentation. Um, and I just randomly discovered there's a local company that I know that sells um, koji rice uh, that's got that's inoculated with the aspergillus um, fungi or the, the bacteria. Um, I don't know how to turn that into a hot sauce. I don't know how to ferment vegetables with that. Um, I, there's, I think, a, like a koji shin um, I don't know. I started looking into it just because I'm, I'm really curious. I'm sure but if we hit up our like, friends at down to ferment, they'd be able to tell us exactly what to do. Yeah. Well, and I, I also yeah. know the people, I mean, I just ran into it in the grocery store, but I know the the people who, who were selling it. So, you know what else, you know, what else would make a really good hundred dollar bottle of hot sauce is a THC infused bottle of hot sauce. Yeah. Yeah. There's some legal <laughs> issues there. Yeah. 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 yeah but, but like yeah. not being able to you sell it over that, state lines, you make your hundred dollars off of it. If you could <laughs> We would just have to make it in each state that allows it. There and are only sell it yeah. in the state. There are some. There are sauces. Yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah, a few. There are some. Doesn't and they're and they're expensive. Doesn't Kajon do one? Yeah. Or didn't he do one? He did a CBD. He, does, he did CBD. Oh, CBD. CBD. Got it. Which is still regulated regulated by the state, and you're not really supposed to sell that shit over state lines. Right. But I can go up the road. I know when I when I saw that, I was kind of like, huh. I have to submit this to the FDA. I'm not sure if I would want to put that in writing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Not but, yet. Like I said, I, I, I think in the next few years, yeah. it'll be nothing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. At some point. I don't know about the next few years. <laughs> yeah. But I like your idea of that fermentation. Like, uh, I'm not sure what kind of fermentation that is, but it sounds fancy and you could probably charge a lot because it sounds. Well, I mean, I can easily pick up the, uh, the rice and just start trying it. And maybe it's a matter of soaking the rice and getting a liquid and then using that liquid to ferment the vegetables, um, or, or something. Um, so I made, uh, I, I, I made, uh, one of my most weirder sauces I made was Goochtershire sauce. And I'm, it was a spicy Worcestershire, but I called it Goochtershire. And, uh, so yeah, I made it straight from scratch and, you know, scratch Worcestershire has like anchovies and black garlic and molasses and all this dark stuff. And, uh, yeah, I had to let it sit and kind of ferment for about two weeks for it to get that tangy. I mean, you're supposed to let it ferment for months and months, but I'm not a massive producer. So I kind of let it ferment until to taste. Uh, and man, that was absolutely delicious. It, you know, it was a really good Worcestershire sauce. I still have all of the chunky remnants that I strained out frozen in the freezer to do something with. There you go. Cool. Oh yeah. Dry them out, make a powder. I was thinking about yeah. drying it out and making a pow because it's gonna be it's gonna be hot. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was a really good one too. The Goochtershire sauce, uh, something like that. You can try. I charged a little extra for that because you know it, I, the ingredients were kind of hard to get yeah. and uh, yeah. So I charged a little extra. It just depends on your ingredients, man. That's that's what it, when pricing in a sauce. And I'm not a major sauce producer, but I do know that your better ingredients, the more it's gonna cost. Yeah. You. Well, and actually, more than ingredients is uh, labor. Just yeah, yeah, and labor yeah. too. Yeah. And packaging. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Awesome absolutely. I actually yeah. did find one of my packaging suppliers. Um, they specialize in maple syrup, um, even though I buy my like mustard jars from them. And I was looking through their catalog and their Canadian company. And so one of the options was a glass bottle of a hockey player. So we could <laughs> we could do a hockey bottle hot sauce. I had an idea, <laughs> and 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 as I said, you guys can edit this out or not. But I had an idea of making a sauce, and I even contacted a glass blower about this. It, it's just too expensive. He said he could do it, but each bottle would have been like $50 for me to buy. But anyways, I had an idea to make a hot sauce with a dick-shaped box, <laughs> and I was going to call it, I was gonna call it Duke's, or Goot's Dick Juice. And like... <laughs> You know, you take the top off and you can, it's so, it's so good. You can just drink out of it. Not only am I not editing that out, that might be our little prelude to the show. Although I do oh. like the idea of blown glass. I also I know do. glass blowers. And, and yeah, I wonder, uh, I wonder if we could get the seal that we need to get on the bottle, like whether we can get a cap and, you know, get the, the hermetic seal, I mean, but like, that would be really oh, cool. Yeah. You talk about a dick help. bottle? Blown glass not a dick in whatever bottle. way you want to blow it. <laughs> I mean, Hellfire does it every Halloween. They get some yeah, crazy he glass. Does. Hellfire does blow his own bottles, and then he gets them screwed on there tight. So, which, yeah. by the way, those are beautiful bottles if you haven't seen them. Yeah, yeah they're fucking crazy. So Let's see. Spike? I think we are. We on we are on hot takes. So we are on hot you can, takes. We usually talk about hot sauce hot takes, and you're welcome to have any. These are things that most people like that you don't. Um, uh, okay. But you can expand that to the chili community as well, of course. Yeah, okay. Keep it, uh, keep it drum. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say keep it PG. And I was like, what? <laughs> not, not PG, just drama free. <laughs> so we're talking. So wait, let me get this. Un- let me understand this and get this straight. We're talking about things that we may not like. Yeah, you may not like, but most people do. Most so people you, like them. Yeah. Not you just like got them. the opposite opinion of most people. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I'll, I'll start off right away, and I'm not scared to admit it. A lot of people like this, and I don't like it. And I've, I've been very public about this, uh, I, even though I do it here and there. I don't like tincture. Oh, really? I don't. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan. I don't like tincture. I think it tastes like shit, number one. Alcohol, man. Uh, yeah, it's, it, and it's alcohol. It's just, you know, it's whole grain, strong alcohol. I think it tastes like shit. I think it's way too spicy. Sometimes <laughs> some, sometimes these people can make a tincture. It's just, you know, why? Why did you make that? That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I don't, you know, I like a tincture that is right there on the brink of almost way too hot, but it has flavor with it. Yeah. Like a strawberry or it's like a sweet, but man, some of these tinctures, yeah. some of these tinctures, I just, I throw, I, I'll throw up. It's just, they're disgusting. Speaking of your, out of all the, I, this is, ta- I'm, I'm taking a little <laughs> zoom off. So uh, on the show, your your puking scene was the best out of all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brian, Brian definitely uh, told me while we were filming. He's like, "You're gonna, you're, we're gonna put you puking on this a lot." You know, and I was like, "That's I, fine, man." I was like, "That's fine, I, man." It's called the goop boot for the last. I brought. I brought. Oh, go ahead. I broke out the green. I broke out the green screen to bring back some memories. The uh, last episode, my wife and I, before we started it, we uh, took bets on how many times they were going to sh- show somebody throwing up, and she bet that they had already kind of spent their load and that they weren't really gonna gonna do a very many. And so she said, she said, she said five, and I said six, and there was only four, but we were we were ah. all counting. Because all all the other episodes, <laughs> so she was right. It's the goop boot, well, yeah, man. They, yeah, I was that, filmed. I was told I was filmed the most throwing up. Well, and that first one was just epic. Just <laughs> it was like it was like the Exorcist <laughs> all over again, man. Just green. <laughs> yeah, and y'all got to understand. Like I said, they edited it. They edited it to their liking, but uh, it looked like me and Mike Jack were going up against each other in the show. But I want to let people know that uh, nowhere ever were me and Mike Jack ever competing against each other. It, he's obviously way out of my ballpark, and it was never down to me or Mike Jack within even the top four or five. <laughs> so I want to let people know that there were some heavy hitters on that table that yeah. didn't get enough notoriety as I believe should have. One being Atomic Menace, two being yep. Justin or Jared Smith from Farmer yep. J. Uh, three being Bat Pants, Jason Harrell, and four yep. being Mike Jack. Those were the four that actually, in reality, competed it out for that belt in that yep. match. There was four people left in the speed round. You had Atomic Menace, Farmer J, Jason Harrell, and Mike Jack, and they cut that out. They made it look like they made it look like I was kind of pulling it close to Mike Jack, and but then I threw up. And it was never, that's not the reality, you know. And, and I'm not scared to to call them out on their editing. They did leave a lot of stuff out in the show. They have to. And it sucks because, yeah, it sucks because, like, none of us had control over that. And I've been getting a lot of, you know, it, it's with the territory, I guess, of getting your own storyline in a show. And a lot of people who were supposed to be in the show weren't in the show. Uh, they'll show their oh, true wow. colors, man, with jealousy and envy, basically, like. I've I, I you know I've lost a friend or two already over the show because wow. of, oh, honestly sad. because of jealousy. Yeah. 
Were, were there people who who uh, who were filmed for the show and just were edited out pretty much completely? Absolutely. A, a big a big one I want to just mention, uh, you know, a lot of notable mentions that didn't get, you know, Jason Harrell, Batpants, was filmed just like I was, had an interview and everything. And they, they followed him around in the car. They asked him a bunch of questions. They filmed him and his wife. He was the champion at the time. He was defending his belt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... It came to also Kristen Lovett from Capsaicin Cult. They filmed her. They took over her house. They brought the whole crew into her house. They interviewed her. They showed her hanging out with like Aurea and Bobby Mustache. And they cut that completely out. And I felt so bad for her because she was so excited. She was, we talked on the side. She's like, I got my own part in it. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And then they cut it out for some reason. Uh, and then just a couple other people. They just cut out. Farmer Jay had a lot. Farmer Jay had a lot more screen time that they cut out. Uh, okay, he was so, actually, I mean, are they gearing up for a season two? Do you know? Because, I mean, this does say season one. I'm actually not allowed to talk about that. So that's a yes. <laughs> did Did people know that they were edited out before the show dropped? No. Uh, no, it's just... Uh, here, I'll tell you a funny story, guys, about when I got called up from the producers and directors of the show. So I can talk about this now, too, because I couldn't talk about this before either, but I can talk about it now. A funny story is... Flavor Balance Heat is brought to you by High Desert Sauce Co. out of Tucson, Arizona. Zach is the owner and creative mind behind High Desert Sauce Co.'s hot sauces. He says, at High Desert Sauce Co., we make sauces that we love. The balance of bold heat and fresh flavor is the heart of our philosophy. We keep it simple by using the best ingredients we can get our hands on and letting the natural flavors run the show. High Desert Sauce Co., just the good stuff. Visit High Desert at hdsauceco.com. Around September of 2022 is when they contacted me for the show yeah. in uh, November, September, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. Okay, in August, sorry, I don't, I don't know why. In August of 2022, I applied for another television show called Squid Game. Oh, yeah. The, the challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, so I got selected by Squid Game to compete in the Squid Game, the challenge reality <laughs> show. Uh, and only it was me and 455 other people in the entire United States, actually across the entire world. Oh, wow. It was it was a, it was a whole world thing. They only picked 456. And then in August, I went through interview after interview with producers of. Fox or Netflix, I mean, it was Netflix. And I had to go see a doctor and get a physical and I had to get a passport. And I was on my way to compete for four and a half million dollars on Netflix's Squid Game when super hot producers and directors called me up. I had a choice to make. I could either go for $4.56 million or I can make a reality show about my life as a chili head. And you saw which one it's I took. Really good. Wow. It's a it's a good thing they didn't cut your story. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? <laughs> that would have yeah. really sucked. Yeah. Uh, I will say shit. this though. I'm not I, I will say this, a little teaser. Look out for season two of Squid Game or Super Hot. Ah. Uh, you'll probably <laughs> you'll prob you'll probably see me again. That's awesome. I got what I'm going to have a choice to make again soon. Probably it's going to suck. We'll see. There you go. Uh, hot sauce show and tell. Yeah. What'd you bring to show us? 
Well, I, like I said earlier, I really, uh, I'm going to be trying this Not Mama's Chamoy. Hey, give me awesome. just a second. I want to switch out the sauce that I've got. Give me just a half a second. I'll be right back. Okay. Hey, thank you for saying the the name right, by the way. People like to call it Not Your Mama's Chamoy. And I'm like, oh, no, it's Not, not Mama's Chamoy. Yeah, Not Mama's Chamoy. Yeah, 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 for sure. I, I'm excited. Let me get my, I even have a, man, she, I got an all pearl straight, 100%. <laughs> Pearl tasting spoon. 100%. You want to know why? Because uh, I guess you taste the sauce better on pearl. It's like caviar, man. You're supposed to use a pearl spoon so it's not tainted by the metal or I don't know. So I have a nice fancy. And it came and look at I got a cool cool box for my pearl spoon that I think you guys would appreciate. Oh, that's nice. That's great. It's all nice and wood burnt. All right. And the spoon. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. You ready? What'd you change so, yours out to? Well, yeah, we usually show and then... Oh, we show and then tell! Ah! Yeah. So show us yours first. Which one are you doing? Oh, you're doing the Not not Mama's Chamoy. I'm going to be doing the High High Desert Sauce Company's Not Mama's Chamoy. And you got to say it right, guys. It's not Yo Mama's Chamoy. It's Not Mama's Chamoy. That's it. That's just what it is. Uh, and honestly, we all know who made it. It's that guy right there. Zach Perkins. I, I hear he's a dick. Yeah, can you That's Claire's that? recipe. It's Claire's recipe. I've never... Yeah, with raspberries. Yeah. Yeah. Zach. So, Vermont uh, grown raspberries. Whenever you're pointing, when I edit it, it won't be pointing in that direction. I always I always put everybody right in a row. I figure that kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, you could change that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you yeah, change yeah, the yeah, screen you size, you want. it moves uh, it all around. I don't get What'd you bring, Claire? Um, I brought another Lucky Dog. Um, they're... Um, uh, the the chipotle, their mustard chipotle. Oh, I love that sauce. There you go. That is a really yeah, good one. it's so good. It's so good. I mean, so Scott was talking about the chipotles that he uses in here, and I got it on my nose. Uh, but I just, I really, I really love this sauce. All of his sauces, I have yeah. just been demolishing. Okay, so I brought a sauce from Texas, Texas, Wicked Provisions from our friend Adam. It is a uh. Pineapple, a grilled pineapple and habaneros. Nice. And I've got nice. Jersey Barnes Fires Indian Summer. Oh, yeah, that's nice. nice. That's a good one. Man, we got some good yeah. sauces today. I have a feeling it's going to be... Oh, okay. I thought there was going to be... A so I just want to say that the, I one of the best sauces, also a really top five of mine, I have to give it to High Desert Sauce Company. I, it was the um, Ghost of Saffron, oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So I have that one too. Thank you for including that, Zach. I want to say, I just really want to know that's the only time I've had High Desert Sauce Company. So I'm really excited to expand my horizons on that company. Uh, I don't know why it's taken me so long, but I'm really excited about this one. So. I mean, we've, you've definitely been at uh, that show in California. I know. I met you before. <laughs> I know. We've hugged. All right. Yeah. I've hugged you. Cheers, y'all. Cheers. 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 Yeah. Mm. Ooh, it's so chunky. Ooh, the seven pot dougla in that is kicker. That's a kicker right there, man. Mm. Yeah, buddy. Wow. Okay. I got a question. Okay. So how do you, we, we we do this every week and I've learned to keep with the medium to medium hot sauces, not to go too hot. How in the world do you keep communicating on camera after eating <laughs> really hot? Well, you got it. My, my tolerance is. Yeah. 
it's pretty high right right now, man. I've been eating a lot of spicy well, stuff. But yeah, I'm just I, talking I, about on your show. Oh, yeah. oh man. Uh, I don't know, man. You got to channel the inner entertainer. <laughs> you got to keep entertaining, man. You know, there's been a couple times. There's been a couple times where I can't talk, you know, if it's too yeah. hot. Or there's been a couple times I got to run off camera. But most of the time, you know, there's a little there's a little goot in there screaming his ass off. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, everything's going good over here. Yeah, that sauce. I mean, that sauce is hot. And to him right now, that's probably nothing. I mean, that sauce is fucking hot. Yeah. I've had it. Dude, I am actually loving this sweet sauce right now. Really? Yeah, like, dude, the raspberries are counteracting perfectly with that seven pot. And the, I was honestly worried that the vinegar was going to overtake it, but it's very minimum on the vinegar on this. Dude, you're really complimenting the raspberries. And fortunate for you, raspberries are my favorite fruit. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. That. Very good job. Very good job. <laughs> He's just gonna drink the whole bottle. <laughs> yeah, it's almost it's almost like drinking a uh, a sweet Bloody Mary. Yeah, <laughs> smoothie. It's a smoothie. <laughs> a non-alcoholic Bloody Mary is a smoothie. <laughs> and you can out, you can you can taste the honey in that too. Believe it or not. Oh, there's a shit ton of honey in there, man. Like a you can taste ton. the honey in that. It's very good. Yeah, guys. Uh, people watching check it out for great sure sauce. this is one of the best sauces yeah good good job jack thank you so what's next for you what 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 do you hope to see with texas hotspot and the goop brand if you will uh i got a couple companies that believe it or not you know it's unfortunate that it took a hulu show for it to happen but you know take it as it comes in life i say you know take the positives and roll with it take the negatives and, and roll with it either way so the positives about the show coming out. I do have a couple companies that have hit me up. One of them being Harvest 912. They wanted to do a candy that, that got released. They went really quick with that. So uh, they hit me up. They wanted to come out with a Gooders chocolate candy. And they hit they released that. And that made me feel really good because that was like the first official like product you can actually go buy online, whoever you were, without hitting me up or anything. You can just go buy it. So that's what I want to do next, man. I, I want to get a business up and run into where I can sell my products as well because i love making products and i'm doing pretty good at it but at the same time i'm looking to do something along the lines of the harvest 912 mission of taking i don't want to say a hundred percent of my profits and donating it to charity but definitely having my company for a charitable cause that's good yeah yeah it's great yeah so we're looking i got a couple people that uh one of them is a uk-based hot sauce company that we're kind of discussing on getting my own hot sauce going through their company oh. but i kind of want my own i kind of want my own company yeah so we'll see we'll see i'm, I'm focusing yeah on that. I, I'll, I'll talk to you later i'm not saying that i i'm not opposed to making a hot sauce for you i'm not trying to steal their thing but I, I, i'll explain what i do with brian and you know yeah if you'd rather make sauce like make sauce yeah i know for sure yeah. yeah 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 if you just want to collect money then let them make your sauce no, yeah, for sure. I want to be the. I want to. I want to. I, I watch your lives of you like going to the 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 kitchen and boxing and bottling and making. That's what I want to do, man. I want. I want to get down and dirty with my hands. Yeah. You know, I don't want some other company to make my sauce because it's never going to taste the way I want it. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. So, Zach, do you have uh, any questions for us? 
Absolutely. I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. So my first question for Spike, uh, how long have, how long have you been making hot sauce, man? And how'd you get started? Um, I, uh, I, st- I was a chef. Uh, and my, I ended up taking nice. a job. I had a choice between a really nice restaurant getting paid shit or a yeah. bar and getting paid pretty darn well and getting paid 25% of house and tips. So I've chose the bar and my Monday night, uh, wing night got busier than Saturday night and we couldn't keep wings in the place. And so I just... I kind of went, I, I guess I'm kind of good at this. I would just come up with wing specials every week. So um, I just thought I'm going to start a hot sauce company. That's yeah. it. Nice. Five awesome. years ago. Good story, man. Uh, a lot? Five and a half years ago. Yeah. Nice. Coming up, uh, coming up on that year six. Maybe we'll start making some money this yeah, year. Right? <laughs> <laughs> would be nice. I mean, my next, so my next question is for Zach, obviously. Uh-oh. Yeah, this is my so uh, you were, you you came to me a couple of days ago and you were talking to me about how we might hit on our drug addiction and I said yeah man it's fair grounds to talk about it so I'm assuming it's fair grounds to also talk about your drug addiction absolutely uh, yeah man how so my question is as a as a also a drug addict who still has addictive personalities what do you do today to handle with those cravings uh, and those you know you know those itchies you know you got if you're feeling uh, like you're using do you go to meetings what do you do man how do you yeah, handle so i bet <clears throat> hi my name's zach i'm a former drug addict alcoholic turned saucier uh i've been in and out of programs since i was like 15 bro and it just never really jived with me it didn't it's very contradictive it didn't make sense like why the fuck am i gonna give my power to something i can't see like then it's kind of like diminishing me, I don't know. I'm just weird. And I don't, I don't knock the program. I know a lot of great people in the program. I know a lot of people that got sober because of the program. It just wasn't for me. And and I just celebrated like seven years off shit, dude. So like, I don't really have cravings anymore. I have Good zero you, desire. Yeah. I mean, the wife still drinks like a normal person. Like she'll pour a glass of wine and, uh, well, you know, only drink half of it. I'm like, I don't understand. I don't understand that. Um, <laughs> I do notice though, if I find myself getting like moody and I haven't done any bottling of product in a minute, like it's time to hit the kitchen. Uh, you know, that can go either way. Cause sometimes bottling makes me moody, but, uh, if you're struggling or feeling like you're getting the itchies, dude, you are more than welcome to reach out to me and I yeah, will man. talk to you to the weed hours of the fucking morning. Yeah. And you can add me to that I, list too. Yeah. Yeah, again, I don't, I, I used the program the first six months of my sobriety because I didn't know what else to do. Uh, yeah. I, I knew it was a safe place to go with other sober people, but it just, it just wasn't my jam. So, and then I kind of stumbled into hot sauce and here, here we are. This is where we're at. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's good, man. Uh, so I got a question for Claire. Yeah. Actually, it's a, this is a two-parter. I see you got a couple hot oh. sauces behind you. What's the hottest sauce that you own? Well, the hottest sauce that we have here is actually my own. Uh, Taco Vibes only. The um, uh, That was number nine on Hot Ones on season 20. Um, 638,000 Scovilles. Um, and uh, and it's, it's a... I mean, I'm sure that you could drink it just like that chamoy, um, but it's um, it really when we're making it, we have to wear PPE 
Um, it gets in the air and it gets on your skin and you wake up in the middle of the night with your arms burning because it's just settled on your skin. Um, and, um, and I'm not, uh, I am not, uh, you know, the hotter, the better person personality, but, um, but I can tolerate just about anything. I don't like it, but I can. And so in making this, I, um, I had to taste it a lot. Um, you know, we, it was developed specifically to be number nine on hot ones. And so it was just, uh, you know, iteration after iteration and sending it out and coming and coming back and doing it again. And, um, you know, so it was, I was, it was really great to do that 9am on an empty stomach. Yeah. 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 So the, is that an, is that an open bottle or a sealed bottle? Uh, this is a sealed bottle. I, um, I don't eat this. <laughs> so oh. I just make it. Well, that was my, that was my part two of the question. My part two would be, would, Hey man, you, would you taste some of that with me? It's a great the... sauce. It is a great <laughs> sauce. He's like, no, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't eat that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like I can, so I'm not exciting as a, somebody when I eat hot stuff, like I don't, um, you know, so I've never, I I've never chopped down on a whole pot. Have I? No, not on a whole pot. I've never done that. Um, I've, I've played, I've played what kind of pepper is it when we get yep. peppers from the farm and um, and they're all mixed up together and they're like, we sent you habanero bonnets. And I'm like, that's not a thing. No, no. But and, uh, <laughs> that's a and, hell of a cross. Yeah, right. And, uh, and then, you know, so we got ghosts and reapers that were like in the same package and we just had to separate them out. And so I'm, you know, I've got, I could visually separate them out and I got to figure out which one is which. And I played those games. And like I said, I'm not that exciting because I, to me, it's a brain disconnect, you know, like, yeah, your brain wants to tell you you're dying, but I know I'm not dying. And so I just do it and it's fine. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm boring. That do, you, way. Uh, do you grow, do you grow your own peppers? This is for all three of you. Do you guys grow peppers? No, um, no? we, we work with, um, with farms directly. So we grow all of, all of, all of the produce we use in any of our products is grown within 200 miles of our kitchen. Um, so some of it within, you know, 10 miles of our kitchen. Um, yeah. and so we work directly with farmers to choose varietals and all that stuff. Actually, I, they're bugging me for my pepper orders right now. So I've got to get that in for 2024. Um, this yeah. is news. But you, order, you guys order a bunch. Oh, go ahead. You guys order a bunch at a time. Yeah. So, well, in, in our case, we, um, we have to order all of our peppers now. Actually, this is late. Um, I know I've got some unhappy farmers right now. Um, so we've got to put in our order now and then we receive it all in September and then we use it for the year after that. Um, it varies from nice. year to year, but I think our top, um, uh, I think our top year we ordered something like a hundred thousand pounds of produce grown within 200 miles. Um, wow. yeah, yeah. So our, our freezer is 2000 square foot feet with 11 foot ceilings. Um, wow. and yeah, so, um, you know, that's all of that produce. That's not all peppers. You know, we also get lots of onions and garlic scapes and cilantro and dill and anything that's freezable. We don't have basil in there because basil sucks in the freezer. Yeah. Um, uh, tomatoes. We so just, totes upon totes of tomatoes to make salsa with um so yeah that's our that's our thing at butterfly bakery is we work directly with farmers and uh and choose choose it from that early point we are that's talking about doing some like a couple yeah. very small batches my business partner has uh some farmland and so he wants to start growing some peppers it's <laughs> very interesting that was my original plan with High Desert to like use all local produce, but then I realized like the grow season in Arizona is very limited, and so is what grows in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, and it's hard. Like we get people who approach yeah. us wanting to do that. And I'm like, that's great. Like I believe in what I do, but you, but like, I need to educate them on how hard it is. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. It, it's besides the fact that it's expensive. There are times that I have to say no when people want me to take, do a project or put in an order um, for, a pro- because I can't get the produce that they want. Um, we just had one for the heatness that they wanted us to do a sauce. It was, um, it was a sauce that had root vegetables and they were asking for us, asking for it in um in like july and you can't get root vegetables in vermont in july like their those crops are gone um and so i was like we can do that in september um but actually not even september <laughs> we could do that we could uh, october november that's yeah. when we could get those root vegetables in um so yeah it's 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 hard um i think we've we've lucked out with a lot of varietal stuff so that's that sets us apart, you know, like flavor wise, and it ends up working out well for us, but it's, you know, it's, it's hard. Yeah. I got one more question for all three of you. And this is a, this is just one of those fun questions, kind of like your thousand dollar bottle or your desert Island bottle. <laughs> so we'll start with, we'll start with spike and we'll go down and I'll get each one. In, Cause this is a good question. And since the show came out, I like to ask people. So spike, if you had to starting tomorrow, you woke up and you couldn't do anything to deal with spicy or capsaicin at all, you couldn't make any sauce. You had to, you had to drop it all in a, on a dime. Uh, do you think it would affect your or a life in any way? Could you do it? Would it affect your life in any way? I would find another. I, you know, I'm always. I would find another culinary avenue is what I would do. Um, whether okay. it be like but we have a ketchup, I touch, would do. You couldn't touch anything spicy. You couldn't touch peppers. You couldn't touch hot sauce. You couldn't touch anything. You, you think you could you'd yeah, be all right? Okay. I'll, Zach, how about you? Because you think you could drop everything spicy without it affecting your life in any way? Uh, Probably not because I'll go back to construction and I fucking hate that trade or I hate that life and I'll probably end up drinking again and that ends in, you know, hitting that glass pipe and, you know, yeah. you, you know the cycle. You know the cycle. How about you, Claire? Could you stop doing everything spicy in your life and have it not affect you at all? So the name of our company is Butterfly Bakery because that's what we started doing in the first place. Um, we're still a okay. bakery and we also make um, goat's milk caramel and we make other condiments that aren't spicy like mustards. So I yeah. love spicy and I love making things that are spicy and I love the community. Uh, but, you know, uh, probably we do co-packing as well. But if you are not spicy stuff is probably half, little less than half, maybe 40% of our business. Um, so yeah, yeah, we could just kind of focus on that. Well, so that's actually interesting. <laughs> so I got a one out of three here. One out of three of you are just like me and you're addicted to spicy stuff, man. That'd be Zach. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I mean, I mean, ultimately, I don't know if I'm addicted to spicy stuff per se. I think I'm addicted to uh, the chaos of the sauce yeah. industry. Yeah. So by definition, I, I, I had to look it up because a lot of people were just, you know, a lot of comments. Now, how can you become addicted to spicy stuff? And I had to look it up in the just definition on all dictionaries you're going to find, you know, of, of addiction or being an addict is, you know, you have you rely on something in your life and your life will become difficult if you stop doing yeah, it. I, I, mean, I should say qualify my answer is it wouldn't make me happy. I would. I would, yeah. would suck. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I, but you could I do it though. Hot so sauce, like, but yeah, yeah, I could yeah. do it because I would just focus on, I'm, I'm a real positive person and I've been sober 30 coming up on 32 years. So I kind of, right. you know, found my way. And so 
I I could not. Yeah, I I mean I I I would say there was a time in my life where what I was doing would have been the only thing I could do. That's not the case anymore. I've learned how to kind of, you know, it's that life either you either get in line with what life gives you or you get run over by it. And I'm kind of easy. I can yeah, find yeah. it easier to get in line with it now. And yeah. I, I think also on my part, I I've changed gears pretty dramatically already in my life. Um, I went to school to be a computer programmer. Uh, my dad's a computer <laughs> programmer. My mom's an astronomer and a mathematician. Um, like I come from that really sciencey world. And um, and I graduated college near the um, in the tech bubble burst of like 2002. And I was kind of it gave me a chance to think about it and realize like, oh, that's not what I want to do. And, um, you know, I loved it, but I wasn't I couldn't see a future for myself there. And and so I did this just total 180. And I was like, I'm I grew up in California in the San Francisco Bay Area, which that's a great place to be a computer programmer. And um, and I was like, nope, I'm going to go be a baker in Vermont. And my family was like, what? What are you, what wow. are you doing? So I've already had that big pivot. And, you know, it's not an easy thing to do by any means, but, you know, I definitely came out better for it. Yeah. Good for you guys. It's, oh. Man, it's just really great, really great to get to yeah. know you guys. You know what, Zach, this, it's, <laughs> this has been one of my favorite interviews. I've really, really enjoyed yeah. this. Thank you yeah, so much. It's great. Yeah. I'm like, uh, you know, guys, I'm, I'm more or less, uh, I'm a real laid back person. And I said it when I, when the show came out, I was kind of worried about how they were going to portray me in the show. But what you see is what you get with me, man. Uh, you know, I'm just, that's just how I am. And I made sure to stay real to who I was as much yeah, as I'd possible. I'd say it came across. And I always do, man. It came, definitely came yeah. across. Yeah. So well, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you being here. Yeah, yeah thanks. Man. Absolutely. 